Hi, I'm Sunny, and this is my podcast, Creator Created Creating, short and sweet mindset shifts for intentional life creation. A different take on feeling like a fraud. So I wanted to share some, some thoughts with you this morning that I have about um, the feeling of feeling like a fraud. And it's from a slightly different angle than probably, well, than a lot of things that I've heard. So I don't know all of what's out there, <laughs> but I um, most of what I've heard on issues of feeling like a fraud is you're not a fraud and it comes from this or that and that's beautiful and that's really helpful and I also realized for me and I have been like shy to share some of my some of my perspectives on life and how things are because I don't want to sound crazy and I don't want to trigger people. And I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. Um, I don't want to bring anything up. And I want, so all of those things. And so I, I hold myself back from some of these things that I just kind of carry with me inside myself um, because of how people might judge those things. So, but with this podcast, this podcast has really set me free. For whatever reason, this format, even more so than my writing, has has enabled me to just share me in a more direct way. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for that. Um, and it's helping me get to know me better because some of these things I carry with me and I just... I just like know them, but I don't even fully acknowledge them because I'm thinking, well, these other people probably have this right and I probably have this wrong. Um, or I probably am not thinking about this in the right way or whatever. Um, so then I don't even fully acknowledge this thing that I actually carry and believe in me. So the way I view beliefs is there aren't any beliefs that are right or wrong or good or bad or whatever. It's like, well, that's subjective. (laughs) That's subjective, right? So what you believe is right is right for you in that moment in time. What you believe is wrong is wrong for you in that moment in time. And we're all free. We have free will. We're all free to choose that. So it's not like the way that I view something is right or wrong it's just how I view something, but then in comes my mind <laughs> and my ego that wants to keep me protected and wants me to make sure that I belong in this world and I'm not going to be kicked out of the tribe of humanity <laughs> by sharing anything that I think is different. So anyway, that was a long way around <laughs> to say this take on feeling like a fraud. So how I kind of view this is we're all frauds. <laughs> Stay with me. <laughs> Stay with me for a second. So 
I view it that way because there's literally nothing that we have picked up. Because a lot of times we feel like a fraud. So I need to back that up a little bit. A lot of times we feel like a fraud because the things that we've heard or the things that we're trying to share or the things that we're trying to do feel like they've come from someone else. They've come from someone else. It's not really me. Like, I didn't really do it. I just, you know, I learned this from someone else. I picked this up. I saw this piece of art. I, whatever it is, okay, whatever that is. And that, that applies to all fields. That applies to everything from sports to art to uh, writing to creativity to um, building spaceships. I mean, there's nothing that's not touched by that. So we have all, we're all so aware that everything we know has been passed to us. Everything. Everything we know Everything we do, everything we create, everything we paint, everything we draw, everything we photograph, everything we um, build, every idea we have has all been bequeathed to us by all that's ever been. And that's not just humanity, but that's earth and consciousness itself. I mean, it is just consciousness itself. And so, of course, we're just, we are repeating we are taking this information that we've received from others and from our world and we are recycling that and we are making it our own and it's and we're not making it our own and it's just an iteration of what's already been and so there's something in that that's like trying to tell us you're a fraud because of that like you are inauthentic and you're not really valuable and you're not really uh, unique and stuff. If you're, if what you're saying, doing, creating, building, whatever, is not completely one hundred percent brand new, and then that brings us back to that saying, that old adage. I'm sure you've all heard, which is, "There's nothing new under the sun," because, and that comes from the fact that everything is just recycled and built upon. So it's taking what has been, what began, and it's building and recycling that into the new constantly. And that's what life is. That's what consciousness is. It's taking what is, and it's building on that and becoming something else slowly over time. And that's, we're all part of that. And nature, nature repeats. (laughs) It repeats. It mimics. Nature copies. Nature draws from what was and makes what is. That's how this universe works. That's how consciousness works. That's how the cosmos works. So that's how we work. But there's this part of our psyche that expects us to be something other than that. Something that's outside of that, that's influencing that. And we are and we aren't. So we have this perception like, yeah, I'm this individual being. We have this temporary illusion. I'm this individual being and I'm affecting things. And yes, you are and no, you, you aren't because you are, you are source. So you're not outside of, you're not source and then getting outside of yourself and affecting things. But yet you are. 
And I know that's kind of weird. So it's that paradoxical thing where you are and you aren't. But we are creating change. We are creating all of these beautiful things. But it's not going to have come from somewhere else. Like from just you, like you're a disconnected thing that's not connected to everything. So we're all frauds. Nature's a fraud. (laughs) Like flowers are a fraud. Like everything is a fraud if you want to define fraud as something somebody or something that is um okay there's there's lots of definitions of fraud but one of them is like what I was talking about like you're you've just received that information from someone else and you're trying to pass it off as your own and yes we do what we can to make it our own but we're very aware like I said we are aware like I didn't come up with this I was inspired by this somewhere else and we hold that knowing way back in the back but there's a part of us that wants to say no I just came up with this entirely on my own like I'm this separate being who just invented something and again we are we are just like a tree is and we aren't just like a tree does like maybe it invents like a new shape of leaf because leaves they have a, a similar shape right but there'll be one that has a specific curl or a specific color on this one patch that's never been done before but it's still within the pattern that is in its blueprint in its design that how it was made and what that was made from i know a tree is maybe not the best example here but you get you get my drift, right? Like we're all made from what has come before. We're all creating from what has come before and we're all very aware of that. And there is also a part of our mind and ego that doesn't want to be that and wants to individuate itself and feel very special. And that's a beautiful experience and that's purposeful, I think. Consciousness wants to experience itself that way. But then... It's painful because it's disconnecting from the fact that you're connected to everything literally all the time to the point where the word connection doesn't even make sense to me there. Like you're not connected because that still implies that you're separate. You just are. You are it. It's just this seamless fabric of existence that you are that's in the shape of you and me and all of this right now. But I'm getting on, <laughs> getting on a little bit of a too deep tangent there. But um, no, there's, nothing, there's no such thing as too deep. No, nixing that. Okay, so the other, uh, what are some other definitions of fraud? Like... Um, that you don't that you don't know enough and in those cases like maybe you feel that you don't know enough and it would depend on what you're trying to do you know there's context like it would depend on what you're trying to do like maybe if you're trying to build spaceships and you're trying to pretend like you know enough and you are really aware that I definitely don't know enough to build this spaceship (laughs) then probably 
like maybe learn some more stuff about building spaceships before you continue to build the spaceship. But with other things, like we're never going to know. Never going to know all there is to know. Never. So with art, especially and creations and like personal growth and development and those kinds of things, like that's an ever evolving scope. Like you can't know all there is to know about anything like that. Nor can you even know all there is to know about building spaceships, by the way, because that's also everything is always evolving, always changing. Once you get a handle on it, it grows like that's how it is. So holding on to this concept that you're ever gonna feel like you know fully enough to be like, yes, I'm fully there is holding an expectation that's never going to be fulfilled. So you're going to feel constantly unfulfilled. So letting go of that and honoring where like, I feel like I'd like to know more about this before I share this or whatever it is. You can honor both of those things at the same time and just check in with yourself. Um, and what else? What else could be? What is another definition of fraud like? Um, like I'm receiving so, so I'm thinking of like pyramid schemes and stuff, right? Like the the horrible, the horrible um, <laughs> versions of fraud, right? So, but behind behind that feeling is this feeling like. I'm receiving something. I'm receiving for something that's not there. I'm receive I shouldn't be receiving this basically. I shouldn't be receiving for this because the value is not here. Think of like a Ponzi scheme or something like that. Uh like Bernie Madoff or something like that, right? Like um he was selling a value that wasn't there. So as an internalized belief for people who are actually trying to sell their real and tangible works in the world, and by real and tangible, I mean anything that you're doing, art or design or coaching or healing or um, writing or anything, anything at all. For those of you that are trying to sell and um, thrive in your work in the world, tangible or intangible services. So that's about not feeling and knowing that you have the value there. And that's most of what the teachings in the world, I think, address about fraudulence is like trying to get you to see your value and trying to get you not to compare your value to other people and trying to get you to turn that around. And the shift that I would offer here that might be different or not, (laughs) again, I don't know all that's out there, but what's coming up for me now is, okay, so what if the value is not there? So I'm, I'm looking at my, at myself. Okay. So what if, Somebody invests in 
me and something that I've created or some service of mine? And what if the value's not there for them? They, they don't feel that they, that they got the return out of that. They don't feel that it was worth it. Okay, then what? Okay, let's just, let's, let's stop trying to fight that outcome. Let's stop trying to convince myself that outcome is not true. Let's just go there. Let's just go there and see, okay, so what if they're like, the worst thing happens and they think you, they, you had no value for me whatsoever. I invested in this and you had no value for me whatsoever. Okay, then what? Okay, then I would feel really upset, really crushed for a while, really sad and really embarrassed and um, maybe guilty and ashamed and just feel awful. I would feel awful for a while. I might cry. I might talk to somebody I love. Um, I would get myself support around it to do what I needed to do. But when I think about this, I think about what comes to mind is like, okay, where have I had that experience? Lots of times. Lots. Like, I buy a I buy a dress, and I spend a lot of money maybe on this dress or this sweater or whatever it is or these shoes, and they weren't worth it <laughs> to me. So I have the thought: I buy the thing because I wanted the thing, and I took responsibility for that by buying the thing. I bought the thing and I brought it into my life, and then I said this isn't worth it. In my mindset, this isn't worth it. I don't like this experience. This experience isn't for me. Have I had that happen? Yes. Does that mean there was something defective or wrong with the shoes or the sweater or the dress? Not necessarily. No, it just means it didn't work for me. It didn't feel good on me. It didn't compliment me. So, and then how many times have I not even returned it because it would be more of a hassle? (laughs) (laughs) than anything and just like accept and take full responsibility fact I chose to buy this it didn't work out oh well move on with my life like it happens every day people go to restaurants and order a dish and they're like "Ugh, I hated that (laughs) you know there's nothing wrong with the food they just didn't like it it doesn't mean the cook was defective it doesn't mean the restaurant was defective it means that person's palate didn't like that thing. And either way, that person had an experience. They had an experience that gave them value because the value is, oh, now I know I don't like that thing. And here's why I don't like it because I actually like my eggs firm instead of runny or whatever it is. Like we're always getting value. And I choose to see it that way. Not everybody sees it that way. A lot of people think things are a waste. I I am of the mind that nothing is a waste ever. Like everything is giving me value in some way. I'm learning something from it. I'm growing from it. I'm taking something away from it. Or I'm just using it as definition to define my desires. Oh, I don't like this experience. Oh, I would rather have this kind of experience. Let me focus my creation and intentions on this. That will feel great. So... When I look at it, when I step back from my own insecurities and all of this stuff, which we could delve into that and why, and, and I've done that. 
I've done that my whole life. And it's not gotten me, well, it's gotten me stuff. (laughs) But what I'm finding now is that simply shifting towards what I would like to experience instead and taking all of that a lot less seriously is much more helpful to me now at this stage where I'm at right now. So, like, we don't have to go into, like, figuring all of that out and with all of those insecurities and everything. Like, without all of that, I can just see, oh, yeah, people are disappointed with and don't think things were, the value wasn't there. They don't, they don't feel the value was there. Just like the Bernie Madoff thing, like, the value wasn't there. Like, you said this was valuable, and it wasn't valuable to me. It did not return my value. And that's horrific for the Bernie Madoff thing. But, like, we're talking about these little things where people... Okay, but let's not skip over that. Let's go straight for the meat of that. E, scary, right? Really scary. Okay, let's go straight into that. Okay, so the Bernie Madoff thing. Like, the value was not there. He was straight up lying about the value. And people lost their entire retirement savings. I remember reading, I read um, many years ago, I read Janine Roth's book about her account of that incident because they had invested their entire life savings with Bernie Madoff. And they lost everything. Um, they lost all their money, I should say. They lost all their money they had invested with Bernie Madoff. They did not lose everything. That. <laughs> but um, they lost all of their savings that they thought that they had. And she wrote this book about it. And she considered that to be years later, after she was done being really angry for a really long time and really scared and really sad, she extracted major value from that event. Now, I know this is like, Jesus, Sonny. <laughs> like, we're just talking about straight up fraud here. Like, yes, we are. And my point that I'm bringing us back to is that you can choose to, we, know, we already know that if you're here listening to this, you're not Bernie Madoff. You're not trying to, you're not selling something that has no value. You're just trying to sell something or share something or give something that you're not certain of the value on. Because the fact is you have no idea how people are going to receive that value. And part of you knows that. And just acknowledging that part of you and being like, you know what? You're right. I have no idea if people are going to value this or not. And I have no idea what kind of value they're going to get from it. If it's going to be like the Janine Roth thing where the value is that something really extremely disappointing happened. And she still turned it into gold. And because she chose to see that as a gift, that she had given her power away to the money and to that nest egg, that she had given her power of safety and security and 
um, feeling okay to that money and to Bernie Madoff, that she took that empowerment back to herself. She recreated that money in a matter of years, all of it and more. So like, that's just one example, but there are many examples of that, even on tiny scales. Like, oh man, I wasted part of my paycheck on these shoes and I hated these shoes and now I can't return them because I wore them for two days or whatever like that. Okay, well, I got some value from that. I learned what I don't like. So now I can focus on finding what I do like. So these experiences and situations, they run the gamut. But the point is like just letting go of needing to control how someone else values your work and what that value is going to be that you for all you know the experience of disappointment with your work from somebody else could be the most life-changing thing that ever happened to them (laughs) i've had that happen i've had that happen where i bought somebody's program or did some kind of um session or something like that where I'm like whoa that is not what I wanted but it powerfully made me aware of what I did want and it changed my life so their course was still life-changing like their what they offered to me was still life-changing because it changed my life it changed my direction it it made me think oh I want to go in this direction. And I want to do this. I want to feel this instead of this. I want to experience this. And that's the same with like clothes or food or anything. I want to experience this flavor instead of this flavor. I want to experience this feeling in my clothes instead of this feeling. Like we're always getting information and we're turning that into empowerment if we choose it. And I know none of us wants to feel. We all want to be the one who has the good kind of value. The kind of value that's like, This was amazing. Like, I loved this so much. It changed my life. Like, we all, you know, with anything, whether we're making a tangible product, a tangible piece of art, or like some kind of healing or some kind of teaching or mentoring or whatever it is that you do, we all want to be the, you know, we just want the good kind of praise. (laughs) We don't want to experience that. But when we detach from needing that to be the case and needing the opposite not to be the case, then we're free, free, free. That's the freedom you're really desiring. The freedom to be yourself. The freedom to not have to fit yourself into all this. The freedom to not have to hold yourself back until you are 100% definitely of value to every single person that you interact with. (laughs) And that's just not going to happen. Because you cannot control other people's experience or what they need to get from you. And sometimes those interactions are going to be that they needed to get the contrasting value from you. They needed to see something about themselves that differs from you. And that doesn't mean you are defective. And that doesn't mean you are a fraud. It doesn't mean your value is not there. It just wasn't that kind of value for them. It was a different kind of value for them. It was a defining value for them rather than a, I just received myself from you kind of value. 
But still, they're still receiving their self from you because what you've given them is themselves back. So even if somebody buys my course and buys my book and buys my pieces of artwork and they're disappointed, I've, gi- I've still given them back to themselves in some way because they're like, this isn't me. Something else is me. So they've still gotten them from that. And that's all I want for them. <laughs> that's all I want. I want them to have the ex- more and more of them and their experience and their truth. Like, but when I get caught up in that mind stuff, I want them to have my truth. I want you to have my truth. <laughs> I want you to believe in my truth. No, I need to set them free in their business to have their truth. And I don't mean business as in terms of uh, business, but I mean whether I'm in my own business, like minding my business or minding their business. And I should not be out in their business. I should be, that's in my own business. That comes from the lingo of Byron Katie, the work of Byron Katie. <laughs> like whose business are you in? Are you in their business, your business or God's business? Um, and it's all God's business. <laughs> But then again, you are God. (laughs) I know that's not going to shock any of you who are listening to this because you are the universe. You are consciousness. You are God. Experiencing yourself as separate sometimes. Experiencing yourself as an individual human being in a body that is separate from God and other people and all things and consciousness and whatever you want to call it. I struggle with the word God because there's so many connotations there. And yet it's just the word that my body wants to use. So I let it use it, (laughs) but I do not see it as the way that it's been seen in this world. But my body wants to use that word. So I'm just going to let it use that word. But just know that I mean the all. (laughs) Define it how you like. Okay, I think that's enough of my rant on what was this even about (laughs) fraud feeling like a fraud I got lost in my god talk okay hope it was helpful see you next time thanks for joining me today and if you'd like to find out more about me and my work you can find me at sunnychapman.com